Ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Thierry. And I'm Adrian. This week, I'm talking to David Gray, General Manager at the CK Group. What can you give away from your conversation with David? CK, stemming from the initials of the founder Charles Kiefer, has been a well-established business in Luxembourg since the end of World War II. Most of the locals will probably know the group thanks to his fitness outlets across the country. However, the company generates the majority of its revenues from the Information Management Division, which essentially provides digital transformation services. A lot of businesses in Luxembourg, especially SMEs, haven't fully digitalized their business processes, such as managing paper invoices or other key documents. CK is their partner, accompanying them throughout this exciting journey. That's interesting. So here we're talking about a group that focuses on two very distinct business lines, sports well-being and digital transformation support. So what's the rationale behind this intriguing business choice? Well, as our listeners will note in a moment, Charles Kiefer pioneered microfilming in the 50s, the ancestor of document scanning today, and later offered copying services that have turned into this business support unit. He was also a very keen sportsman and strongly believed that businesses needed healthy employees. Hence, he later launched in the 80s a well-being product suite which included gym facilities and, of course, the technology to provide tailored solutions to CK clients. All right, so here we're talking about the CK Group offering two separate services, but both aiming at increasing business productivity through, on the one hand, investing in technology, and on the other hand, people's well-being via sports activities. Precisely. Hence the slogan, healthy people, healthy business. But now, without further ado, Please enjoy my conversation with David Gray, General Manager at the CK Group. Hi, David. Thank you for joining us here on the Lux Unplugged podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm really pleased to have uh, this opportunity with you today. Great. Yeah, it's uh, it's always uh, great to um, have new conversations with uh, with uh, business leaders in in Luxembourg, and obviously, you know, your company is quite well known. So, but before we get into the nitty gritty of uh, our conversation, for people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Well, I'm I'm 51, both Belgian and British nationalities. Even if my mother tongue is is French, uh, happy husband and father of two perfect daughters. <laughs> um, more seriously, I'm a business oriented guy. I like to develop uh, teams and and activities. Acting in a team is, is very important to me, uh, by the way. Regarding my um, education, I have a computer scientist degree from the University of uh, Liège in, in Belgium. And I have done two other degrees in management, one in Brussels and one here in, in Luxembourg. After a first experience in Belgium, I came to work in Luxembourg in 1997 and still there. Working for different companies, mainly to develop the business and to manage teams, sales and uh, operation. 
And I, I can add on my private sides, I'm a former volleyball player, and today I coach a volleyball team, and I also enjoy rides on motorbikes and, and, and in cars. So you, you mentioned since 1997, um, you are active on in, in Luxembourg uh, from a professional way. Uh, can you tell us about your early career experience then and how you saw the developments in the IT sector in the past 27 years uh, since you started? Yes, 27 years already, indeed. <laughs> a long story then. <laughs> so I started to work in, in document management in 1994, my first job. And it's amazing to, to remember that the buzzword was paperless office. Oh, yes, really. So it's not a joke. In 1994, um, my first missions were to set in place a website, the first one in my university, and to analyze the existing solutions in document management. It was really the, the beginning of internet and, and EDM, electronic document management solution. Uh, but indeed, uh, as you said, always in the IT. Um, and so you ask for the development in the IT sector over the 27 years. Uh, well, lots of evolution, of course. Uh, maybe some f first internet itself. Uh, it's not an evolution, it's a revolution. When I think that over the 90s, uh, I tried to convince directors that they must be on internet. I mean, their company. And, and, and most of them ignore what it was. They're just denying in a way to see that the change that was uh, coming. Nowadays, internet is a must, not only uh, as a vitrine, but also to operate the, the business website, uh, e-commerce, but also to do uh, your daily business operation that uh, are done through web interface. Uh, the way we consume IT has also drastically changed. Uh, I mean, yesterday we bought IT, uh, hardware, software. Uh, we had to invest heavily before being able to use IT. Now uh, we are in a model of paper use, in fact, with infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, software as a service, the cloud. We, we consume the IT as a service. So we don't own the IT anymore. We rent it in a way. And the amount we pay is depending on, on our consumptions. And I think that such a model will be there for, for long. I mean, as, as our kids, the new generation, do not buy a, a music, musical disc anymore to listen music. They pay a monthly fee to listen what they want, when they want. Another impressive change, I think, is, is really the power. I mean, we have now more capacities in a basic smartphone than in PC when I started to work. Processors, storage, network, what a lot of change. It's uh, incredible, really. And uh, IT has been constantly uh, evolving with the rapid digitization of, of companies involving many technological and, and usage changes, mobility, cloud, big data, artificial intelligence, security, uh, and so on. The profession change also, uh, as does the organization and, and the necessary skills. I would add that nowadays there is a strong trend towards the outsourcing and the desire of customers to focus on their business, meaning for large groups, we have to offer as an IT provider uh, agility in relation to the needs of the business and financing in OPEX, operating expense. 
small structures wish to have access to functionalities and service that could not be implemented technically or at the same price level on site for small structures. So again, cloud outsourcing uh, makes sense to, to deliver accessible tools, solution, and hand-to-hand uh, -hand support. So outsourcing, business process outsourcing, BPO, managed services, cloud, SaaS, so many terms that describe the fact that the companies are looking for service providers to manage part of their all the IT and, and document management environment now. That's, that's really the, the but not yet a trend, that's really the, the present and the future of, of, uh, of IT. And talking a little bit now about uh, your current position and also for the business you, you're working for, can you briefly walk us through your group's uh, history? Yes, well, another very long story then, but I will share with you that some key, po key points or key dates uh, to make it short. Um, so, yes, the group is called Charles Kiefer. So, Mr. Charles Kiefer, the founder of our group, began his professional activities with photography in 1946, so 75 years ago now. And um, so, just after the Second War, in fact. Huh? So, in the 50s, he started the business of copiers and printing machines with its first employee in 1957. When you know that Now, we are about 200 employees, so a long story of, of success and concrete achievements. In the 50s, uh, Charles Kiefer invested in the microfilming of documents. We could say scanning of documents today, but yesterday it was about microfilms. Huh? Um, and he opened several Photoshops, photo stores. And a very important year for us was 1976, when we introduced in Luxembourg the Minolta, Copiers brand, which is a strong partnership that still brings fruits nowadays with Konica Minolta uh, as, as a brand here in Luxembourg that we, we represent. In the 80s, innovation and diversification accelerated around our copier activities, but it was also the opening of the sports center in Kokelschauer here in Luxembourg, so the biggest indoor tennis and bowling center in Europe at that time, at least. By the end of the 90s, the group ran several activities with several locations. And in 2002, all the group activities of CK have been consolidated in a new business center in, in Le Delange, where I stand today. And since that period, new activities have been launched, such as uh, IT services, scanning services, or software integration. And for the sports, department, new fitness centers have been, have been opened. In um, 2013, Charles Kiefer passed away, but the succession was well prepared. And so we, we didn't face any perturbation and, and the success story could, could go on. Today, CK is an expert in digital transformation, bringing world experience improvements. Uh, we have to anticipate our clients' needs. So CK provides technologies, best of breed, our product solution and, and services are developed for the present and, and, and the future. And with our sport department, we propose also well-being activities where everyone can benefit from rich advice from our coach, specialized in specific fields, from the sharing of experience and, and detailed program to support in everyone's own and, and specific process. 
In, a, in addition, we use equipment with trackers to monitor efforts uh, and uh, offer exercises adapted to, to specific needs and, and development. So it's also about technologies, even in, in sport. Would you say that uh, throughout the group's history, then uh, Mr. Charles Kiefer was a, a person or a business uh, leader that always looked for different opportunities in different sectors and then obviously trying to get into sectors and, and, and develop uh, his business from there. Is that still today um, the, the company's uh, mantra, uh, so to speak? Yes, in a way, but, but just, let's say, two main activities. So technologies and really in the area of information, document and images and the sport. Uh, uh, so not just developing anything that, that uh, comes in, let's say, but really to focusing on those those two areas, information management and and sports activities. Okay, and as you just mentioned, you know, two of the main areas of the business of the CK groups are business support and sports in in Luxembourg, and and they are two very different types of business models. Can you explain to our audience audience how these business models work, and how they complement each other? Well, first, it's about, as I said, Mr. Schalkefer's philosophy uh, himself uh, of a healthy mind in a healthy body, um, which led him to open the sports center in, in Kokelshore in the 80s, uh, as I explained, and then the, the CK fitness center across the country. And when you think about it, it makes sense, of course, uh, and his idea to give birth to our current baseline, by the way, healthy people, healthy business. Thus, to me, being a business-oriented person, but also a sport coach, it makes 200% sense. <laughs> Regarding the business models, they are different, uh, of course. On one hand, we are in the B2B world, uh, office technologies. And on the other hand, mainly in the B2C sport. And thus, we run them through two separate companies. Nevertheless, we have links between them, and, and some of our customers are in both sides. Uh, we see also more and more of our B2B client asking for well-being corporate packages for their own employees. After the COVID, returning to a normal control period, if I may say it like that, some of us needs to do sport. I'm, I'm probably one of them, by the way. And also, if I'm speaking about both, both activities, um, the administration, HR, accounting, facilities management have been centralized for both companies. Uh, so that's a little bit the links we have uh, on the business side, but also on the administration, internal administration part. And uh, how challenging was uh, was uh, the pandemic in, in 2020 then for for not only the business side, but in terms of your, your sports uh, segment um, and, and I assume you have seen an increase uh, after most people returning back to, to the office? So, yes, uh, indeed, uh, for the, the sport part, we have facing some difficulties in 2020 and due to the fact that we had the lockdown, by the way, we have to close some, some well, all the, the fitness center uh, during, during several weeks. And then people are coming back now, um, having, let's say, uh, trust again, uh, the fact that we have a safe environment, of course, but also that the the, the, the trends regarding the, the, the health itself is better now. People are vaccinated and the, the trust is there again. 
Yeah, one of one of the things we obviously seen in 2020 and even now uh, to a certain extent is that many sports centers or fitness centers are experiencing difficulties with with returning members or new members because more and more uh, people are using platforms like Zoom or apps and and so on. Is that a particular challenge you face as well? And and uh, as a technology business, um, are there any plans to to combine them in a way that people can still do their workouts from from other locations rather than going to a sports center? Uh, but obviously, assuming you know, with, with knowing CK um, sports centers, you have quite good technology integrated into your sports center. So it's it, it's another way of uh, customers returning and working out rather than just you know getting on a machine and and lifting handlebars and and so on. So your your technology within the sports sector is is a bit more advanced than your regular um, I would call it your your basic gym or or, or so on. Yeah, well, it's, I, I hope so. <laughs> Not really. I think that first technology has, has taken over the world we live in today. If you take a closer look to, to, at our, your surroundings. Uh, it's not wrong to say that technology has penetrated every area of life. Education system has adopted technology. Uh, in learning is replacing traditional teaching methods. So as unbelievable as it sounds, technology helps you to keep track of all your activities today. The numbers, coming back to sports, number of, of steps you walk every day, your heart rate, uh, blood pressure, you do not require appointment to the clinic anymore. Uh, your smartwatch or smartphone uh, has all the features or application that help you to keep these things records, uh, recorded. Um, it's incredible to know that a small gadget, in a way, can track all these significant, significant health contributors. Even if we were already providing technologies, indeed, as you mentioned, uh, in our sports center with connected equipment and even an app and, and data accessible from any smartphone or computer, with the pandemic, we had to introduce live streaming sessions, for instance, to, to bring advices to uh, our members online, sharing exercise, um, we also drive, drove um, a truck uh, with a coach uh, to go close to, to our members to, uh, in, in, in park in the city to uh, help them to continue to have uh, uh, exercise and, and, and fitness practices uh, in a way. But yes, the, the pandemic uh, caused many challenges for the fitness center in general. Uh, we did our best, really, with, with all our teams to do our job the best way we could by serving and bringing activities online or with the truck <laughs> to our members, even then during the, the, the lockdown. The sport in, in general and even more the fitness centers suffered and are still suffering. Uh, as I said, we lost members because as they were not going to the center and as they did not know and for some still do not know if everything was or is really safe. Uh, it was a question mark for them. Uh, now, you're right, our members are coming back as they see that we do everything to bring safe environment, of course, in, in the, the fitness centers. And when they consider also that, generally speaking, the situation tends to, to be better. So 2021 is still a difficult year 
but hopefully we'll know a better situation in, in 2022. Just stepping back uh, for a moment from, from your sports activities, um, talking more about uh, the office or the business side of it, uh, during COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen an increase in the digital support space, one that you are very active in. Uh, how challenging was it for businesses during that time, especially in, in Luxembourg, what were your clients in, in desperate need of or what could you offer them uh, during that time? Uh, some of our services grew indeed. Uh, for instance, scanning or even IT services helping our clients to, to work remotely. In general and for large groups, I would say that the digitization process was undergoing uh, before the pandemic. Uh, I think that the covid of course, has accelerated this. But for SMEs, small and medium enterprise, and we have a lot here in Luxembourg as a bit of specificities uh, of the country, it's a bit different. Uh, this COVID-19 crisis has pushed lots of SMEs to go towards digital or have accelerated this transformation considering the contribution of this change in this particular context we, we had faced. Such a reactionary approach uh, must become now tactical or even strategic. Indeed, the digital transformation that was operated and accelerated in 2020 was basically, and for many, neither tactical nor strategic, but a simple reaction to a critical state, requiring an immediate response. Um, nevertheless, and, and like any crisis, uh, this one caused a certain awareness and push the subject of digital transformation within SMEs as a real strategic issue now. Uh, the market put in place workaround solutions, as I said, sometimes as an emergency. This means that now having this first forced experience and seeing how it could work, they are reconsidering a more strategic approach to share documents, access them, collaborate online, conference online, work remotely, and, and so on. Predicting the future is a fool's game, so I will not try, but I would say that the effects of the COVID-19 are having a significant impact on, on the technology sector, affecting raw material supply, disrupting the electronic value chain, and causing an inflationary risk on products. But that's a short-term view, I guess. More positively, the disruption has, has caused an acceleration of remote working, a rapid a focus on evaluating and, and de-risking the end-to-end -end value chain. So it will help us to work better, to have better office environment to work, being at home, remote, or at, at, at the office. Uh, it doesn't change anymore. Nowadays, I think that we, we can access everywhere documents and information. And, and that's what we provide. I mean, CK, CK is there for the office technology part to help people, to help workers. To, uh, to work remotely and to access information and document from everywhere at, at whatever they want. Um, so the pandemic has, has not only raised opportunities to advance technology-based solutions, but also provide a rare opportunity to reinvent the practice of technology, including information management, work practices, and, and design and use of, of technologies. If you look at all, all the different businesses throughout the country, small, medium, uh, or even the large ones, to, to what extent uh, would you think, in, in a percentage way, 
uh, would you say that that they are fully digitalized um, already uh, in in Luxembourg, or is there still uh, a lot of room to be more digital savvy, uh, so to speak? Yes, first th there are still a lot of rooms to uh, to help our customers to uh, uh, be better, let's say, in the digital world. Uh, uh, we all still receive a lot of uh, physical mails. Uh, not more so facts, as you mentioned earlier, but but physical documents, uh, uh, I don't know, contracts uh, to to sign formal documents, or and so on. So uh, uh, it's a bit different for for large groups. Mainly, they they already have a, a, a centralized application. So what we call enterprise uh, corporate management uh, document management solution. Uh, they implemented that years ago, maybe 10, for some 20 years ago, uh, of course, evolving uh, uh, tools and, 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 and release new, new application. But let's say that it was already in the, the centralized or core IT uh, of their business and, and in place. But it's more about digitization of processes. I mean, you can have a, a centralized database with all the documents in uh, if they are still coming physically, but then you have to scan them. Uh, if you, you have to, to sign physically a document, then even if it's already digital, you have to print it. Uh, so even for large groups, you, you still have rooms to, uh, to deliver services and solutions uh, to help them to, to be better in this digitalized, digitalized world. It's a bit different for uh, SMEs. I mean, there are uh, a very limited number of companies, uh, small and medium companies, jumped in, in the digital world. They still use, well, of course, emails, but print documents, uh, receive and send, even invoices, for instance, uh, are still sent or received physically uh, for some. And so, and they have no solution in place. They have no uh, um, IT solution that that will help them to uh, to work remotely or to access to their document. They are stored sometimes in I don't know Dropbox, uh, things like that. No security at all. And so, there it's different. So, at CK, as we have a, a lot of, of of SMEs as customers, we had to propose new things to help them uh, to, to jump in, in that digital world also, as it's already done by, by larger uh, group or, or corporations. And uh, David, as you know, um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, Luxembourg as a, as a place to do business and obviously uh, to live. Uh, most of our listeners are, you know, English speaking um, and you know, from the UK, the US, and so on. And always, uh, questions we get asked is um, to, to when we speak to to leaders is to tell us what they most like about Luxembourg. But you know, from a professional way um, standpoint, but also from a personal uh, standpoint. Well, I would say the relationship. You can easily have with professional and personal person here. Uh, I mean, it's it's easy to meet, to discuss with people. You, know, you can really build strong relationship. Uh, Luxembourg is a village, uh, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> a small country. Uh, it's maybe easier to access, discuss, and, and, and create strong relationships with, with people. 
professional, personal, or even with the uh, administration and, and officials. Um, I would also say the quality in general, quality of life, of course, but also of the proposed infrastructures, public services, restaurant, the countryside, and uh, the quality of business you can create here, having sustainable companies to work with or to work for. And what would you uh, change in Luxembourg if you uh, run the country for, for a day or a week, let's say? <laughs> and then for my personal well-being, um, it will be traffic jams. <laughs> I probably have to make some, some tough decision to drastically reduce traffic. Um, we all know that, that, that the, the government is working on it. Uh, we, we even now have free public transport, uh, a dream. Uh, but, but being here for 25 years, it doesn't work. We, we still have traffic jams every day, confinement period accepted, of course. Uh, but, but to be fair, I think it's also part of the country's success story with growth years after year, uh, with more citizens, with more workers. So that's, of course, a good thing for the business development. So maybe it's, it's not so important in a way. And for, for anyone who, who either wants to buy uh, products and services uh, from your company or even wants to join your company uh, to work for, who, how should they contact you? Well, the, the easiest thing to do is to go on the website. So it's really easy to, uh, to keep in mind. It's ck.lu. You had uh, very good luck there with a very short uh, domain name. So I'm, I'm assuming that the company was very early on uh, on the on the domain search uh, when when the in internet started uh, bubbling. Yes, we have many other domains uh, names, but uh, this one is really easy to remember. Well, David, uh, thank you very much for taking your time uh, to speak to us. It's very exciting in terms of uh, your your business success and and hopefully continuing to grow. Uh, and outperform and yeah from from our standpoint here at uh, Luxemplacht um, we would like to catch up with you again in in a year's time and see uh, where the digital space is uh, uh, taking not only your your company but also uh, your clients um, businesses and hopefully they all continue to grow and and be more of a digital revolution so to speak well deal okay and thank you again for having me Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time. Mm -hmm.